stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Sports Scope. You're watching on the 19th day of May. I know we got a really Big basketball game coming up here in just a little bit between Boston, game two between Boston and Miami. Uh, I've got Carlos Mad New Yorker Chavez backstage. We'll talk about the NBA playoffs. I'm aware of the, the death of the great Jim Brown. Maybe comment on that a little bit. Also, I was going to ask Carlos about the two New York baseball teams, talk a little Major League Baseball and more. Uh, we'll be back here in 49 seconds. We'll take our only uh, break here. We'll be back hitting the ground running here on Sportscope. Hello, Sportscope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the, word, the cash sign, and Sportscope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports. That is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. Righty then, are back here live on all eight. Hey, Carlos, man, good to see you. Man, oh, you no, are no. a wood reliable dude, brother. Welcome yeah. to the program. Uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, quick, quick take. Uh, for, for the audience, I'm going to go in more on Jim Brown's uh, life and a, and a detailed opinion on Monday's program. Uh, yeah, the guy always looked the same to me. I didn't know he was 87. Whether you watched him, uh, obviously he retired at, uh, in 1965, running back, went into acting in the 70s, uh, 70s, 90s, original gangsters, you remember that. I'm going to get you, sucker, uh, comedies, uh, activist work, really good guy. Uh, there's a lot more I want to go into Monday, but had a whole show planned. What's your thoughts on Jim Brown, man? Yo, uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah. I put a little note on my, uh, you know, on Facebook. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Know, yeah, just keep running over dudes up up there and, and make you know making <laughs> who you are. I like that uh, he was the original OG. OG because he he told how it was. He didn't act like he wasn't somebody different. He didn't act like he had that much money, or he didn't put money above his his namesake. So um, you know, you know he. Everybody need to thank him because the NFL, you know, would be a different world if he wasn't, you know, part of it. So, yeah, um, you know, it's sad, but, you know, who knows what he was going through? Who knows how he was suffering? You know, COVID. Oh, yeah. had a, I didn't think he was 87. Did you think he was that old? No, nah, man. But, um, yeah, it was a little bit after um, I, I would say about in the early 2000s where he just started going away and doing less. Yeah, uh, less movies, and then he went away from doing less um, appearances and things like that. And then even when COVID hit, uh, there was some kind of rumblings about him, his health, and you know him staying like away from people and things like that. So, you yeah. know, we didn't grow up with him as a football player or watching yeah. him on TV. Um, others have a lot of people seen him pl like say play live and say great things about him when you know and how he looked on the field. Um, you know, 10 times better than some of the players that he played against. So, yeah. um, you know, we didn't get to see all that. Maybe on film, but uh, we, we didn't see it live. And so um, it's tough, though, because he was a legend. You know, when we were when we were growing up, he was already a legend. So, yes. um, you know, it's, you know, prayers to his family and friends. And, you know, we, we got to thank God for bringing him someone like that on earth. Yeah. To, you I know, love Jim Brown, him. man. Good yeah. dude. Good dude. Okay, switching gears to the round ball like uh, Jim Carrey would say in the cable guy. Now, last night's game, you sent me a text. I bet you couldn't believe I was up that late watching that game. Both games, by the way. Between Robert, Denver, I, I didn't care whether you were up or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm sure you were surprised that I answered. You can always text me, dude, because my phone, after um, after 4 o'clock Eastern time or 4.15 Eastern time, it goes on silent because, you know, I'm a carrier in a day job. 
right, no, no, no. Uh, it rings off. The, it rings like nobody's business. I turn it on silent, so it's okay, dude. I was watching the game. Very exciting game. I actually thought the Lakers may uh, come out and win this one. But here's the interesting stat for you. Uh, Jamal Murray. <laughs> Listen to this. The Lakers, in the, the, the final 10 minutes, the Lakers had 22 points. Jamal Murray by himself had 23 <laughs> Six for seven. He outshot the Lakers 86% to 47. Yo, let me tell you something. I mean, four for five from three. I mean, he, he got red hot, man. If, if you all have missed the game <laughs> and you and you are around our age, this is a Reggie Miller type yeah. of shooting. That, that, Reggie I mean, Miller? I like uh, Isaiah Thomas could play like this. At, at no, 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 man. This was like last, you know, last countdown on the clock. Last pass, grab and shoot, and make like this was Reggie Miller. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, oh, 95, I don't, yeah. I don't like to make comparisons, you know. But uh, as far as having that trigger and just letting it fly, and and knowing that it was gonna go in, that's yeah. the best part. Like he shot it, he was like, he turned around, he's like, bro, I got it, money. And you yeah. just hear the crowd just gonna, just as soon as it went in, right? You could just hear a crowd explode because that's how quiet it got because his shots were not lined up like. Any other player I've ever like, I see the last person I've ever seen shoot like that off, you know, to the side and still make it is Reggie Miller. Now Ray Allen, yes, we've seen is one of the best purest shooters, but he, most of his shots were pretty much set up, right? Yeah, this was like running and shooting behind the three, like he had like, three and they were perfect rips too. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and I was like, at first I was kind of like down because Denver. You know, they weren't doing much the first, you know, the first right. half. Well, they were down by 11 points at one time. Yeah. And I'm, I thought I saw, Lakers going to get this game, man. Yeah, and I saw Joker. He was like, you know, he didn't let – he gave Anthony Davis a little bit of space, and I was kind of weirded out about that. I'm like, why is he giving him space? Anthony yeah. Davis even shot a three-pointer, right? So I was, like, kind of worried. I'm like, oh, no, the Lakers going to, like, just put it on him like nothing? And, man, yeah. this is – the fourth quarter is like – like, was like another game. Bro, it looked like it was like a video game, you know. That so, makes a good point, you know, Carlos. LeBron, uh, this is what I predicted. I said that LeBron and AD fatigue is going to catch, particularly, you know, Jason McIntyre made a good point last night or this morning. When I was listening to him, he's with Fox Sports. He said, Didn't you notice LeBron when he hurt his ankle in air quotes? Uh, in the fourth quarter, he, he took time to retie both of his shoes to conserve energy. He's running on fumes. He's fatigued. Oh, I mean, he, know, he's human. He's 38 years old. That's why he missed that dunk, Chad. Well, I mean, he can't blame it all on, on the altitude. He was tired. No, no. Well, if you're 38, <laughs> if you're 38 and you're in the altitude, you you feel it. Like, yeah. so, it, okay. I'm not sure if it was fatigue more than it was just like him trying to carry the team. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. he was trying really hard to carry the team. Yeah. Um, and usually what, what happens is that, and he even mentions this, he's like, usually, you know, I'll let the team do what they need to do. And then I'll, I'll kind of just flow in the mix, but he saw the time ticking. He saw Murray was just making shot after shot. Um, and then Joe, Jokers was just getting in rebounds and getting those passes in. Yes. And I think he felt like he wanted to take the team over and he hasn't done, he hasn't been that kind of LeBron since the beginning of the playoffs. Yeah. Right. So, well, cause he, He's running out of gas. Well, I mean, it, it's I, like the push lawnmower. You know, when you're mowing the yard, when I don't, I don't know how was the last time when you're in Clarksville, Tennessee, and New York, you probably had to have to mow a yard. When you, uh, when it's low on gas and you keep hitting that primer, and it's boom, and then usually it comes right on. Sometimes it don't. You had to chat. You got to get something else looked at. The lawnmower. This is that Le- LeBron is that lawnmower. The the primer's not even working right now. Yeah, I mean, well, he is he is thirty years Same old. Same thing he, with the, well, Anthony Davis, who's naturally, you know, how, how many how many players have been in a championship at the age of thirty eight and they and they played like they were twenty six? It, it's not. Yeah, I'm not dogging them out. This is called reality. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, no, even and for a guy of his status, you right, know, and and, like uh, when that kid came out, he looked like he was on another level. Uh, Murray, I, was, I forget his name, but uh, for the Lakers, he shot. Oh, a three. Austin Reeves. Yeah, Austin Reeves came out and he shot out like a rock. He kind of looked like, yeah. you know, he's, he shot out like a cannon. And I was like, where's this kid been the whole game? Hey, a rule, a rule, Arkansas guys nicknames hillbilly Kobe. You know, 
you know, he kind of, I was like, man, this guy need, he could pick up the whole team. And you know what they did? Yeah. They, they brought in LeBron again. Hachimura and like, is another guy that's played well for their bench too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he kind of, you know, he kind of looks like, um, a, a young, um, um, Odakupo, man. Like, you know, he's in there and just trying to do his, his, his work a game inside. Yeah. You know, he's just, he don't care. He's just trying. And, and that, that looked like Giannis when he first came up. Right. So, yeah, I, these two kids. If I'm the coach, I don't. You know, I'll tell LeBron you could be in the game, but these two are the ones that need to score twenty plus points, right? Well, yeah, in game three, I expect them to shoot the light. They're going to have to lean on, lean on, uh, uh, Rowe and, and Hibbley, Kobe, and I think they will in game three. It's game four. If you're a Laker fan, that's what you need to worry about. Do game three is tomorrow. It's not I'm Sunday. Looking- I'm looking around just like Ham on my at my roster. And I'm like, Schroeder's not giving me anything. No. Russell's like, he's just wearing a Lakers jersey. I mean, he's just showing up yeah. just to be on the bench. I read they're running plays at Russell. And I'm like, uh, yeah, exactly. They're running plays at Russell. And they, they are. If you if you watch basketball, <laughs> you just like hey, push it on that side because yeah. he he's just kind of running up and down the court. I don't yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he hasn't he hasn't had a show up game all all this playoffs and um he's usually one those of those guys will show up once they get edgy. home uh tomorrow yeah but look it don't matter whether you're a home or away man this is a this is a this is the playoffs man you got to turn it up and turn it loose man you got to let it go i had denver in six how do you see this this thing playing out uh okay so if murray keeps if murray stays comfortable yeah right if, if schroeder and, and russell don't put in any kind of and Vanderbilt, these guys, they don't yeah. do anything. Um, because Jokic didn't even score that much last night. Think about that. No, I don't think he done anything. He got, in the he, got a tri- he got a triple double, but he got rebounds and assists. Yeah. Um, and he barely got that triple double. So that's that's dangerous, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they'll go six, bro. I don't. Wow. And, well, and- that's a good point. You know, I don't know if it can go. That I don't know if if the Lakers can win Game Four. Game three, I, I, I'll tell you right now, I think the Lakers will blow them out in game three. That's tomorrow night. Hillbilly Colby, what's that other guy's Lonnie Walker, the fourth? They'll shoot the ball well. Raul, I I uh, mean, they'll they, shoot the ball well. But LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis, they still out rebounded the Lakers again. Let me, now, let the me, Lakers do get, uh, they, they did beat them in free throw attempts. That's the only stat the Lakers won this right. game. Here's a problem, and the problem is this: the the Denver Nuggets are a young team, considerably speaking. You know, yes. the average young team, and they were down 11 points to the Lakers with a King James on the team. Now they have this in their mind that they could be down by 10, they could be down by eight, yeah. they could be down by nine, and they will catch back up. That's a dangerous, dangerous team to play. And I say this because the last series where the Knicks were down. They they saw that they could catch up with the Heat. They were we were scrapping, yeah, right. So that mentality, um, well, first and foremost, even though you have you can get that mentality, you still gotta uh, go. You still have to play over that hump. You still gotta get over that hump and and beat the teams. But that mentality is uh, that's not good. You don't want that. You don't want to. You don't want your opponent to feel like they can get you. You know. Well, that was in Denver. I mean, it's it's. I mean, like. The the Lakers had an eleven point lead. Yeah, right. And then in the fourth quarter, when when Murray hit the first two, I was like, interesting game. When he hit <laughs> when he hit four in a row, I was like, this guy. I know they went from being down by eleven to up by twelve. Yeah, I was like, this guy's Reggie Miller, right? Yeah, Reggie Miller hit them three three pointers in, in a minute and a half, and I was like, this kid. It wasn't the, the now the time frame wasn't that close. Right, right. But still, like just the idea and the concept, like. They got, they're gonna That's catch it, up. Yeah, you're that is it. Yeah, 1990. Dude, I watched that Reggie Miller game live. I, I I was in my mom's house. I mean, I remember exactly where I was in my room. You don't talk about it, man. I, I was about to go outside and go play basketball. I thought the game was over. I thought the Knicks had it. And then Reggie pulls that off, and you could hear a pin drop up there uh in Madison Square yeah. Garden. You no, know, them Laker fans was choking on that thin air in Denver. Now they get to come <laughs> home and cheer on the you know, bring out all the celebrities and the pop stars. Kardashians and all their kids. It'll be tomorrow night. But look, let me tell you something. The Staples Center isn't a isn't the best friend of of, of any LA team. 
So yeah, you know, it might look nice, but it's not. It's not like imagine this: the Lakers won a championship in Orlando before with LeBron James before they'd won anything with LeBron James at LA. So right. think about that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, you know, everybody else was picking the Lakers. Like I said, I, I thought I thought Denver would win this in six, and maybe it's five. I don't know. Well, I mean, the Denver's I, I like, definitely. Uh, if everybody stays healthy, Denver's going to win this series. Yeah, there was a lot of commentary this morning. A lot of sports networks here in New York, and, and the media was going rampant and crazy. And like, there, the media is always, and they've been saying this that the media has been because LeBron's on the Lakers. They don't talk much about Denver. Well, Denver's been the best team this right. year. They've had right. the best Mark record Malone, this year. Mark the coach said that, and I agree with him. Yeah, and so I'm like, so I'm just thinking, hey, you know, the Lakers are the ones who have to play better, not Denver. Right. You know, so, because, and their coach, you know, he got a good little head on his shoulders because he was like, let me see. I'm, You know, I, I feel that the, the Lakers are trying to make a, like, trying to make a run, you know, in, in, in the fourth quarter. And he was like, let's call a timeout. Let's, you know, let's get settled down. Joke is just like, man, I'm not shooting well, or I don't know what he said, but everybody else, he whoever he gave the ball to, almost everybody he gave the ball to scored. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, he does a lot when he's not scoring. Uh, he sets that high pick screen. He he's he's constantly trying to set the screen. He's constantly he's kind of like, you know, like uh Catavius Colwell Pope said, Hey, listen, man, only thing different between him and LeBron could LeBron could jump a little higher. But other than that, this guy's like LeBron uh, as far as his court vision and everything. You know you know who he reminds me a lot of? Who's if that? Magic Johnson and Charles Barkley had a baby, that's the child. <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. You know? Because Sabonis, the dad, not the son. Sabonis used to play for Portland Trailblazers. Bill Walton's for all the time, but I've seen a lot of Bill Walton high. No, it's just the, that greediness that Charles Barkley had for his height, right? Yeah. Like he was Barkley the, played a lot bigger than 6'4". He played yeah, like he was 6'8". Yeah. And and he and you know nobody ever gave him credit, but he could jump. Yeah. Charles Barkley could. He outjumped half the people he you know he jumped with, and so and he didn't care. He had no fear. And he was a big six four. Yeah, I feel yeah. like he's so underrated sometimes. Poor. I mean, I feel bad for him because he haven't got a champ. You know, he haven't got yeah. a championship. Um, and it's like he's he was a great player in our time, and I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't expect young bucks to understand what kind of player Charles Barkley was, but. I think um, Barkley won MVP. 93 was his year, man. Every, that look, year with the Suns. Yeah, I don't know really what basketball you was watching. Every year was his year. And it didn't well, matter. It was what. good with, with, with Philadelphia, but um, he got too big with, with Houston. I think he was batting out of shape there. But no, his, Suns, his Phoenix years were really money. When he moved to Phoenix, that and he had Dan Marley and Danny Ainge and, you yeah. know, and um, Devin yeah, Johnson. Had that, um, what's the guy with the glasses? He was cool too. Um, Shays. <laughs> oh yeah. And then the yeah. other guy, Carr, or no, was it Carr? Antonio Carr. Well, anyways, it don't matter. That team was that team <laughs> well, was win, you know. That team was uh it was it was fun to watch, but yeah, they, they were fun to watch. I actually thought that they was gonna win. Yeah. Um switching gears, do you think Miami's gonna win this other series, or was that was that a fluke with, with what's your thoughts on Boston and Miami, man? Boston, I mean, we was talking about this yesterday on your show. I was texting you. Yeah, uh, yeah. The consistent at being inconsistent. <laughs> oh, Dad man. says Kurt Rambis. Is that who you was talking about? Rambis? No. Or no, uh, that's Lakers, Chad. That's Lakers, yeah. Not unless he played for Phoenix. <laughs> um, I don't know if he did. But, um, <laughs> them Celtics, they need to – you know what it is? Is yeah. I, I sometimes feel like Tatum – Tatum could, could, could control and take over the game, but I feel like he wants to be like LeBron. Let everybody try to play, and then I'll play through them. And yeah. you can't set a tone like that if you don't – you just got to go and attack, and you just got to play basketball. Yeah, and where does he get this timidness from? Yeah, you just, yeah, and you just got to let the he game – He went to Duke. Maybe he says – somebody mentioned this. I think it was uh, Catino Mobley was in an interview. He said, I think this guy's overthinking the room. Mm, you know, yeah, he went to Duke. He's really smart. You just wonder if he's overthinking. He's got some A Rod in him, man. You know, A Rod used to do that in the playoffs a lot for the Yankees. Yeah, just because you know what it is. It's like you know you could take the game over. Like you know you're good, right? And the thing about being good is that you never reach greatness if you just if you think if you think you're gonna be great. You gotta you gotta do great, right? 
If you think you're going to be great, you're not going to get there because what happens is yeah, start- I think they'll play well tonight. Uh, here's one stat for the, the Boston Celtics fans that I did want to iter- reiterate on. Um, Darren Ravel put this out the other day. I'm, I'm going to read this again. When when uh, With tonight's Celtics loss the other night, teams that have played in a game seven – are now 33 and 53. Yeah. 38% winning percentage straight up in the next round of a game one. So, but it's their fault that they went game seven against Philadelphia because they gave up game one. Uh mm-hmm. totally checked out. Remember, Harden had that 40-something points. Right. Uh, so the Celtics have nobody to blame but themselves. And it's that coach, he's not the guy. I, I don't know. I feel like that Denver team's probably the best team left out of the Final Four. I, I used to. I was a hundred percent on Boston. I can't trust Boston, man. Yeah, no. But here's the thing with Boston. And again, I'm a, I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh, oh, Pickles does say he was on that. Yeah. Season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There okay. was Rambus. Uh, Y'all got me wanting to look up the '93 Phoenix Suns <laughs> roster now. Kevin Johnson and all them cats. Kevin Johnson. Remember, he had them cool shoes too. The purple and blacks, those were hip, man. Those jerseys were hip back in them days. Everybody, that was one of the best-selling jerseys, I think. They were hot, man, for real. Danny Ainge, speaking of Danny Ainge, he was on that team. Yeah, so, no, I think with Boston is um, that they're – I think they're going to catch – they're going to smell – they're going to smell a little bit of the stank, and they're going to want to get rid of it. I think those guys are young. They actually have a good nucleus, a good core going there, and – I think even even if you look on paper, I think they have a better squad than Miami. Miami's just Absolutely. playing. They're playing out of their minds, right? They're playing because yes. they want to get, get to a championship. So that's what Boston has to turn it up. They got to like they got to play like today's the last game they'll ever play every single yeah. game. And I think that's where the pro, where you say that overthinking and the whole you know process of Tatum yeah. is. Um, I don't like I don't like it that he turns it up on in the third and fourth quarter. It's yeah. great to see. I want to see him do that the whole game. There's been yeah. maybe the two game starts games. in ten minutes, dude. That's when you need to bring it, brother. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think I've seen we've seen it maybe if you've been watching the games, two games in the whole playoffs that he's done that where he's like, you're just like, wow, this this guy carries yeah. Boston, and and then all and then all of a sudden you kind of just see him like, I, I don't. He might just don't want to be the man. He might want to just be the man, but don't want to be the man on the court so that everybody can get theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a lot of that that happens in the NBA and some of these teams. It's like, I don't want to be the guy, but I am the guy. But here you can. You yeah. Know, Chris you know Webber was that guy. You, uh, Scared to death to take the big shot. Kevin Durant, when he played for the Sonics slash OKC. Oh, first, okay. First, first two or three years, you know, he, you know, he was a guy, the best guy on the team, but he wasn't yeah. going to step over Westbrook or, or, uh, Harden and he wasn't gonna, you know, but he, you knew he was the best player on the team, right? And I, and I think that just happens because there's nobody older and there's no, and he's, they're all about the same age. All their core is all about the same age almost, right? So you got to yeah. respect them and you don't, there's no elder. So, you know, and you don't want it to be about the paychecks because then nobody wants to play on that team, right? So, right, right, so I, man. So, you know, um, I thought about this the other day, and I might, you may have heard me mention this on the show. There's no championship guys on that Boston roster. Kyle Lowry, he might be 37 years old, but he's got a ring in his pocket. Yeah. Kevin Love, he's got a ring in his pocket from 16 with, with uh, the Cavs. He's 34, both past their prime, but they know what it's like to get to the promised land. They know what they have to bring, mm-hmm. and these young Duncan Robertson. You know, Strauss. Who's that guy? I don't even know who Strauss is. But he's, he's out <laughs> you there. You shoot a three in your eye, though. You better be careful with not knowing. Bam, Bam is playing up to his potential that we thought he was going to do. And yeah. Jimmy Butler is always playing like Okay, so here we he's go. He's always playing the same, you know. That's the, na- that's the name. Do you think Jimmy Butler is a superstar? Or do you think he's just an all-star playing like a superstar? Can he carry? Can he that, carry? You know, that he may just be. I think the second thing you say. I think the media likes to hyperventilate. And yeah. I guess technically I'm part of the media, right? <laughs> but I think uh I think he's an all-star playing like a superstar right now. Right. I just do I don't I haven't seen this before. I think the team has had a good culture. 
uh, and all that good stuff. But we seen him with Minnesota. We seen him with Chicago, and he was just fine, you know. Right. So uh, I'm like you. I don't know if I'm gonna put him better than Tatum. Some people are saying that now. No, I'm not. You know what I like about Butler is that he's not overthinking anything. He's just playing basketball right now. Right. So so and the, and the thing is that he's just playing basketball, and he knows that there are a couple players short, right? Yeah. He knows that. So he has to just play ball and try to do – he says it too. Man, I'm just trying to go out there and do the best I can because, you know, we ain't we ain't promised tomorrow. He says Pickle stuff like says that. he is a superstar. I well, know, maybe I mean, he's developed into that guy, but – uh, I mean, I've heard newspapers calling him a god, like godlike, and I'm like, whoa. You know, see, hard. that's what I'm saying. I don't, I didn't see the consistency from Butler, maybe because the team is just not that talented and they're <laughs> playing over the their head. The Knicks, that's what it was, <laughs> right? Right? I, I no. just, you know, I've liked Butler, but I haven't seen that level of him I, okay consistently. They're an AC for a reason, right? Right? If you had to so, choose between Steph Curry or Butler, who would you pick on your team? I mean, Steph Curry yeah. has got a more of a proven track record as a consistent shooter. If you had to choose between Giannis and Butler, Butler who would you well, choose? Well, Giannis, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're going to go down the list of the top ten players, uh, I mean, Butler might Joker. end up seven, eight, or nine. Right. right. Joker. Uh, now, yeah. what? Now, Kevin Durant, 34? I don't know. I'd probably still take Anthony Davis over Butler. Anthony, Anthony's better. He's more deadly look, inside. And, and B and Anthony Davis, I feel, are like six and seven if they could stay healthy. And I would take Anthony Davis. He he's had more of a proven track record. So Embiid Embiid is just he's he he is way too inconsistent. Uh, he's he's hurt more in the playoffs than Anthony Davis is. I mean, he's hurt now. Oh, people says Curry easily. I mean, Curry. You know, when you think you got Curry, that's when he killed. I mean, Curry's like what Jamal Murray did last night. Yeah, you could hold Curry down, hold Curry down, and then pop. He's hit three threes. He has his Reggie Miller moments. Of course, he's better than Reggie Miller. You know? I, I, no, no. I'm, I'll, I would never say that Steph Curry and Reggie Miller, I would never compare them, ever. Those, well, two, my, two, Miller's two a bigger lines. player, but Curry's a better pure shooter, number one. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about shooting. Just shooting, not defending and everything. Right. Steph Curry's not a good defender. I don't know why people don't want to argue with me about that. The, all the numbers that. say he's not a good defender. No, nah, he well he'll run up and down the court, but he ain't gonna you know. He might catch a steal every now and then, yeah. but you run plays at him. And you know what it is, uh, Robert. I think and Kurt Rambis was on that team, by the way. Yeah, uh, he was. He uh, was. Chad, he was on the bench, but Kurt Rambis hung around the NBA for. He was like Body Diva. He hung around the NBA for twenty years. No, you know who did that was a Spider Man. Who's that? Sally, John Sally. John Sally, Robert Parrish hung around forever. <laughs> LeBron's hanging around forever. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, those. You, you know, you get older. You know, yeah. Like, Pickle not, says it, what you do under pressure. Now, you know, uh, Jimmy Butler's got a great story. He was homeless at one time. He's a very hardcore driven guy. I thought it was a good fit him in Miami. Right. But guys, Miami. I mean, they won forty four games for a reason this year. They they went and scored slumps. You can't just judge them on now. You're no. just judging. I mean, that's. You know, it is what it is. And I, I said my piece this morning about Lowry and uh, what I thought about him and how he's a key factor for yeah. uh, Miami in the playoffs. Um, you know, and, and again. Says, uh, yeah, the Chief played. That was his nickname the Chief. 20 years. <laughs> he played like, he played like I don't 30 years ago. It was like, that was years ago, man. Ooh, let me tell you. Like, We're talking 30 years ago, I think, when he retired. Yeah, so the thing with Lowry is like, that's the guy that turns it up because he knows he has to turn it up. And uh, even though he's older, the way he turns it up are doing the small things. Yeah. You know, the basketball minded things, the picks, the, sh the sh open shots, the steals, the go going for the rebound when, when nobody else is. Uh, yeah. You know, and he ain't going to run up and down and, and be like Westbrook. You know, no. because he he don't have that kind of you know that those kind of legs anymore. No. But he know he knows who he is, and he also knows what he has to do. And if a guy like that ends up winning an NBA championship, kudos because he yeah. he he deserves it. You know, and um that yeah. I said I said that this morning with with Keith. You know on you know 
I Are still think Boston will probably figure it out. I think Boston will eventually their legs will come alive. Yeah. They'll run, they'll run yeah, I think Miami they'll win out. big tonight. They'll probably win big tonight. Yeah, they gotta uh, yeah. as long as they play their style and they, they find figure it out, I think they will they can manhandle Miami. And yeah. Miami doesn't have any depth. You know, they got no, shooters. Lowry's 37 years old. He's another uh, dinosaur out there. Look, look, they got Miami's got shooters to keep them in the game. The yeah. problem is how long how much do they have to be in front of a team, you know? And that's the problem. You feel like some of those players, it's going to turn midnight eventually for them. Eventually, they're going to they're going to they're going to miss. You can't live by the three, man. That's a proven yeah. fact. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's why Atlanta beat them. But I saw this last year with Atlanta or Miami the year before that when they got beat. Uh, but uh, they're like Freddy Krueger. They're never going to give in to you. They'll fight Look, you I, to the end. I say this: if you can let Butler score forty points. It don't matter. As long as Adebayo and um, some of those other guys stay under yeah. 20 points, the, the, the Celtics can can beat them and probably can even cover the spread if somebody's betting on them. Now, I wouldn't bet on right. them, you know, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, Bam, you're right. Bam, Bam has to play. For them to win this series, he's going to have to play like he did game one every yeah. single night. Every night. He has every single night. I don't, I don't see his that happening. plus minus was 18. It was better than all of the uh, Celtics players. And this and, and coach is right for the Celtics. They did win three of the four quarters, but they got destroyed in the fourth, third quarter. He should have been the Even the Cowboy missed a few players there. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. So you're like me. You're frustrated, but you still think Boston will probably win yeah. that thing. They got they got the, the most opportunity with the talent yeah. and the depth. So do you think Boston's the best team left, or you think Denver is? I think the best team has proven themselves to be the best team this whole year, and that's Denver, Denver right now. Okay, and, okay. And yeah, me too. You know, we can't go outside of what the reality is, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Denver – and there's a reason why Vegas has got them favored now to win it, the it's, whole thing now. Until you get beat, then, you you know, you should be the top, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Boston's got a better regular season record, but they haven't played like a number two seed. They played like a team that's, that's not really sure of themselves. yeah. They playing like a four seed, you know, but that, that means no, never mind. Uh, hey, what'd you think about uh, the Spurs getting uh, Victor Wembanyama? Do you think that'll keep uh, Greg Popovich there for a few more years? He's like seventy four years old, man. Well, you think the, that's going to give him life like Gusta Motto, uh finding Mike Tyson? Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen this kid play? Yeah, he's he's very coordinated for seven seven two plus. Very small though. Very yeah, he's, know, he, he's frail thin. Yes, he he kind of reminds me of a young uh, Durant in college, at university at University of Texas. Um, just kind of like you you like looking at him like is that kid gonna be able to take a hit? And then all of a sudden you see him quick and you see him yeah his I his basketball IQ you see him pass and you're like whoa, um, and. I'm not saying he's going to be Kevin Durant because nobody ever knows. Um, it's the hard to. The potential's there. Um, the the ability that he has is there. He plays European basketball, so he's going to be a little bit better. Um, he did play professional leagues. Now, he looks frail, yeah. but they're physical in those European teams. We saw yeah, yeah, that. Look how uh, Luca's playing. Yeah. Luca's played pretty well. I, I could maybe see him be kind of like Dirk, where it took Dirk about three or, three or four years to kind of yeah. get into the groove. I mean, Dirk was small. That, that's me. I'm thinking three, four years. Yeah. But I think you, they should limit his gameplay and his minutes and stuff. That's the thing. The The NBA has his G League. I don't know if you dump him in the G League, if that's even worth it. Um, I doubt if they'll do that. You know, like. Not with this get, level of prospect. Yeah, the problem is you play him right away against a, a, a now older Giannis. He's going to get smacked down, bro. Or yeah. even Joker. Like, they're going to smack him around. Because, says Kareem was real thin out of UCL. I mean, Durant looked like one of those Kenyan runners. I mean, I thought Durant was not going to make it. He was yeah, me too. Out of when Texas, man. In Seattle, the the jersey looked like it was going to eat him up. The jersey looked like it was, and Durant turned out to be Durant. You know, yeah, and, and you know that that number forty looked like it was just four because a zero was yeah. disappearing on. Do you his think? Body. Do you think Popovich is? It's this is going to in, in, inspire him to? Uh, or there's been rumors he's going to retire after like uh, like one year, no well, matter what, but. I'm glad that he went back to Europe to the European well uh, or the international well to dig up players because, yeah. um, you know, after the whole thing with um, 
when uh, La- you know, I, I told you about Leonard. The the team went on skids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, well, and Leonard think, just didn't want to play under for him no more. He just right. didn't want to deal and with so, it. And so, I think this is good for him. He gets people. He's he's gonna get maybe a couple more international players as well. Yeah. So you want you want people that want to play basketball. That he he's a very technical coach, man. So yeah. Um, he wants to see passing. He wants to see movement. He wants to see you know basketball play, not basketball players playing. So there's a there's right. a difference with the way he coaches and and it is it does work. The only problem is the players need to make it work. So um, I'm he he went with this young guy so that people can can kind of follow him and and you know put some support around him and and I think they'll be okay. But he he might just have two or three more seasons. Man, this is it's yeah. a very di- different time for basketball. It's a okay. different game. Well, he is seventy-four. You never know. Yeah, and yeah, ex- exactly. You never know. He might just, he might just bring Tim Duncan in, and they might just make him, you know, make him the coach. And you're right, Pickles. He he's had Boris Diaw. Uh, he's had a lot of success with the form. Parker was from France, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to just to see the develop of Wembenyama. Even if assistant takes over after, like you said, two years, uh, the Spurs assistants have fared pretty well. You know, I mean. Personal problems aside, I'm Duca, who's the coach now at Houston. Uh, the guy seems to be a pretty good coach. You know, they might, they might be. They might bring Becca back. You know, Becca, she's a good coach. She was a good coach. Who? Becky Hammond. Yeah. Well, Why? they they have a good program down there. I'm yeah. sure Duncan still helps out. Uh, last I checked, he was an assistant there, Tim Duncan. Not less. That's changed. Uh, Duncan will help him. He's going to have uh, – I'm sure D- uh, David Robertson's going to help this guy out with his footwork. He's going to get the best school. And I'm so glad he didn't go to Detroit or Orlando. God. I mean, they, <laughs> you never hear from this guy again, you know. That, I mean, I that's what I'm going to tell my man Freddie from Detroit. No offense, man, but, God, I didn't want him to go up there. Y'all don't, you guys have a different coach every other year. You don't know who the general manager is. I, I keep telling you guys, it's hard to be in a professional – you know, first tier teams here in the in the United States, the way sports is set up and develop players, man. It, if yeah. you're not playing, you don't get any. You know, it, it, you, you don't you don't get what you need firsthand. The moment you come out of school or you know you get recruited into the team, it's kind of like it looks. It's almost like a sixty percent chance that you're not making it at all as a professional yeah. and playing for more than two or three years. So ideally, you'd like for him to go four years under uh, Mike Shisesky, then go to. Yeah, but even uh, that's not San Antonio. Uh, you, your college in the U.S. and any of the top conferences doesn't guarantee you to be a, be, a better or even better basketball player. Well, it's it's something that you I disagree. I think if you get good coaching, I get, think it you, helps. Well, how many you, Duke, how many Duke man. players are in the championship running right now? Uh, I just mentioned that Tatum was a Duke player. Okay, it's one. Yeah, Kyrie played for Duke. I mean, come on, man. Well, Kyrie's not Look, in the playoffs. Well, not at right now. I'm talking about how many, how many all time. If we had made a list of UNC, oh, I don't know. It's a bunch of them, dude. You'd be surprised. Yeah, and then there would be the ones that probably stayed for three, for two plus years. I get you. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's a good point, man. It's a good point. Not everybody's going to be Jordan. Um, I think that's a problem, right? right? With our with with people's like we we like oh you know. It, we're already calling him the next Tim Duncan, and it, he it, even- it's a it's an international game now. You're right, and um, I think Duncan was from another country. Yeah, he was from the and, and Mar- like like he's going to delegate to his. He, I'm just saying, you want a guy to get good coaching. That's my whole point. Right, you don't want some clown that just you know comes <laughs> in. Uh, he was a player last week, and now you know you want somebody to kind of work with him uh, and get the right coaching. Man, it's <laughs> okay. Was he from Barbados? He was from the he was from a Caribbean island. I can't remember who Duncan. I think so. I think so. I know. I know he went to Wake Forest in college, though. I'm sorry. Uh, He went to Wake Forest. Yeah, yeah. He went to Wake. Yeah, that was like one of the only runs ever. Remember, like it was yesterday. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, Wake Forest has had their share of players. They had, you know, Chris Paul went to Wake Forest. I mean, that's all in North Carolina, Duke. Wake Forest, NC State, there's some ballers down there, man. I mean, they end up there. But. Yeah, they end up there. It's a, it's a lot of basketball. Okay, 
switching gears here. Uh, what's your thoughts on? Uh, I heard you and Keith talking about the Mets earlier. Uh, yeah. What was Verlander getting booed off the mound for? I haven't followed uh, the NL East. What, what's the story there, man? Well, you know, like that's a, the Mets fans are getting frustrated. You know, the owners spent a lot of money on the pitching. The pitching hasn't been up to par. A lot of injuries, often up injured uh, older guys, right? That's going to happen anyways, which is why I was I myself wasn't too thrilled about getting um, these players one last year, and, and uh, then this year they got Verlander. So, you know, that's just going to happen, though. These are guys who are older, and it's baseball, and it's hundreds How long somebody. is he going to be out? Who, Verlander? Yeah, was he hurt? Yeah, Ver- this is the first time he pitched. This is the first week he pitched for the Mets. Oh, so wow. he had just he he's shelled? Just, yeah, he's just coming back, so. Oh, gotcha, you know, gotcha. Yeah, so he's well, just. Well, six games back. It's still May. Yeah, I mean. Uh, from from Atlanta. I mean, another thing yeah. that doesn't help is that not only has a pitching been like with the, all these with these pitchers being injured, you know, but also like they they've have injuries in their catching. So they brought in Gary Sanchez from uh, formerly former player of the Yankees and the Twins. Okay. And, like, he's played for three other teams now. Like they brought him in, um, and he's probably supposed to be starting tonight. I was actually going to go to the game tonight, but I, I end up selling the tickets. <laughs> well, I mean, I have, I have other. What'd I, you sell them to? I just put them through the Sea Geek, and then you know. They okay. Get yeah. Nice. But um, um, I have prior commitments today and uh, tomorrow, so yeah. I won't be able to be there like just skin slosh or being booing or whatever, you know. So um, but I, I got rid of tickets, and you know, I, he's supposed to start tonight, Gary Sanchez, and okay. Um, and I don't know. I mean, he's been on four teams. He didn't last there long. Yeah. I'm not sure what the Mets were expecting, just maybe giving him an opportunity. I'm okay mm. with people getting second chances, but this guy, I think one of the things for Gary Sanchez when he was playing for the Yankees was his attitude. Like, yeah. Um, it's, you know, and like, you know, yeah, you're a catcher and you're, you know, people need catching. But he just had an attitude where Pickles thinks they're washed up. Did Mets did they did they make the same mistake they did in 02 with guys like Mo Vaughn and, and Tom Glavin? <laughs> Mo, well, Mo Vaughn was before Glavin. Um, no, they came. I, I watched them. They both played. Remember in 02, man. I mean, I think Mo Vaughn was. 02. No, they were there. I, I watched. No, Mo them. Vaughn was. Yeah, Mo Vaughn was there. He was there. He but he didn't play but ten games. He didn't he play that much. He was too big. He just had a back problem, so. Um, <laughs> I seen him hit a home run, though. Here, here's the thing. But he, he wasn't what the Mets expected, and 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 it kind of irks me. But it's just the the mentality of baseball and the way that the, these players get their contract. Baseball is like the only contracted type of uh, situation where you get paid for what you did in the past. So yeah. you know you're paying for these guys. Pickles, you say they're washed up. They might have a little bit more game in them. What is what is Max doing right now? I'm sorry. What is Max? Uh, what you call it? Doing throwing up yeah. cupcakes. <laughs> but yeah, no. But like you know, Max Scherzer, Berger, not, yeah, yeah, they're off injured. You know, but that happens because of their age, and they're gonna have. I think the idea is to have them like when out, like even last year when they when the ground crunch time. When, yeah, I was like, just keep him for the end. You know, if he got, yeah. the, if they got five games left in the year, just play. Make sure that it's a playoff game. Or make Do sure you think the, they'll make a move at the trade deadline uh, to get rid of these Mets. guys? The Mets? No, just just any moves. Period. Uh, if yeah, they're they bringing some depth at pitching or what relief pitching. Uh, probably left, probably left field, and maybe um, try to find a catcher, and maybe just okay. maybe another hitter. But I mean. We still, I, I think there's still about 10, 15 more games till they'll make a real decision. They sure, I'm sure okay. they got this. Yeah, the trade right. deadline, not till like July. It's usually, yeah, like it's not, no, July. but you know, you once you get towards Memorial Day, you'll see that you'll under you'll have an understanding of what you got yeah. and what moves you want to make. So, yeah, and I will say this, Pickles, uh, I did, I did read this from Buster Only. Yeah, he's still at ESPN in that same division. Uh, man, Acuna. Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, 40 runs, that's first in the majors, 58 hits, first in the majors, 613 slugging percentage, first in the majors, OPS, first in the majors. Who's that? Total bases, first 
uh, adjusted OPS. I don't even know what that means. First, and he's first in steals. Uh, what did he have a torn ACL last year or something? Yeah. Who, who are you talking about? Ron Acuna for uh, the Atlanta Braves. Who? Who? Not Ron Acuna. Acuna. You know, I'm playing with you. No, I know. No, he's he's always been a good player. Um, yeah, but he's, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's being great right now. I'm glad that he's getting over his injury. Uh, I hate that it's he's on the Braves, but um, <laughs> you know, well, it's in the same division, and they're yeah, they're leading I mean, by six. The, but yeah. I feel, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I like it when these guys who are on the roster who are stars are playing like stars. Yeah. I like it because you then you go in no matter what team you're at. You know whether you're your Dodgers fan, Mets fan, no matter you want the best out of everybody playing, yeah. you know, uh, you don't want to go to a game and there's like four all-stars that are injured and you're sitting there and you're seeing all these kids come up who have very little experience. And you're just like, man, you know, like this game is going to take longer than it should, or it's not going to be as exciting or, you know, you don't know, but you know, yeah. but you have to give younger people an opportunity. That's true. But sometimes you want to get your money's worth and see the, the guys that you pay for. Right. So yeah. um, we, we didn't, we didn't get to see that too much of Ronald last, last year due to the injury. Uh, in the playoffs, he was very missed. So, um, you know, yeah, those guys got paid by the Braves yeah. too, Pickles. P- Pickles, look, the Braves did the smartest Pickles, thing. No, the Braves are on it. They got the young team. I thought that the Braves would probably win this division. I thought maybe the Mets would get hot at the right time and, and you get in as a wild card and, and maybe win that. Yeah, and, and I'm glad that the Braves, they, they got these kids. They signed them. Yeah. Um, they didn't sign that third baseman. Uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Swan? Yeah, was it last year? Yeah, but that's good because that that gives him a little bit of wiggle room. That gives well, him Freeman. Was it Freeman? No, uh, not no. They didn't sign Freeman, and it was Swan last year. It's oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, was it Swan? Is that his last name? I, I thought it was. I, I, no, Freddie. They lost Freddie Freeman to. They the lost ball. Freddie Freeman the year before last. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because last year he played for the Dodgers, right? So gotcha, yeah. But I think Swansea, Swansea, something. Uh, yeah, I don't remember his name. Pickles or no. Yeah, so well, at least, the, at least the Phillies ain't doing nothing. I, I didn't want to hear anything else from Jamie. <laughs> from Jimmy Paddock. <laughs> I haven't talked to him yet, but he's gonna, he's, I'm sure he's gonna change his mind about blowing up that Phillies team, that 76 team. Well, they're they're behind the they're behind the Mets, they're one game by well, yeah, yeah the Mets have won two games in a row, so that helps them a little bit. Peter Alonzo's been doing well, um, yeah, you know, they. They've gotten a few hits from Lindor that Matt, you know, so. Yeah. Pickle says Matt Olson replaced him. Yeah, Matt, Matt Olson replaced okay. him, right? Uh, yeah. Smart. Yeah. So, but still, it's no. Still was, I just wanted to see. So, you th- you still think the Mets can, they're still going to be in this thing? Yeah, they'll they'll be okay, man. This is okay. too many games right now. Yeah. Um, on paper, they have a decent team. I just, you can't depend on what's on paper, though, right? So. You know, they'll. I think they'll be in the mix. So, okay, uh, they might yeah, not. I believe you, man. I, I know you. If if it was bad, you would tell me because you, you you tell me about it the next all the time. Okay, now Aaron Judge. How about this? Seven homers in seven days. This guy's on Yankees, fire, bro. They, they, he, he heats up when the weather heats up, man. Yeah, but the weather ain't been hot at all here in New York, so I think that's why he's liking it. <laughs> it reminds him. It reminds him of Northern California, man. Let me tell you, that's it's true. Not, it's not hot here at all. We've had a few days. Um, Mother's Day, the day before Mother's Day, when I went to the game with my son. Yeah, you did go. How, how, what was that like? What was that experience oh, like? I, I, I've been there before, but for my son, I, I just wanted him to experience like the mecca of baseball. I wanted him to see how different it was. Um, and, you know, he kind of – he was looking around, kind of just taking it all in, and it's different. I didn't um, – It's different from from Mets, from City Field. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's night and day. It's just a different atmosphere. Um, you know, you're in the Bronx. It's you know how it is. It's, they it's, don't have it's like a football feeling to me. Yeah, it was like Yankees with the Yankees when I went there. It was loud. I felt I was a Titans game. Yeah. So so the way the stadium is. Yeah. Um, the way where we sat, there was less people than City Field. They have more people where we sat in that area. So okay. You know, I sat on the outfield wall, and I saw yeah. maybe I was between five and twenty feet of almost every home run hit. In that area, so man, uh, like it was crazy. Like my, my son was kind of bad. That he foul balls, you get close. No, so I didn't. We didn't get. We got close. Um, five foot from us to to my right was like somebody caught the ball, and my son kind of was like irritated. He left because it was hot. He he left 
came back about man, 10 you're freezing in. your son to death one minute and then you're and you're burning him up the next yeah like no he came back 10 minutes later and i thought he was gonna bring me a drink because he tapped my so my shoulder i thought he was gonna bring me a soda or something he's like guess what i got and an usher handed him a practice ball from the yankees from earlier that day so oh nice yeah because kids were getting balls left to right from yeah uh, from the rays and from a couple of yankee players and my son would every time he went up there he would just come back with this but luckily <laughs> usher gave him the ball so he made experience just yeah. kind of shot right well, up. Hey, do you think they'll catch Tampa? The Yankees? Yeah. I'm no, the Mets. Yeah, the Yankees. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> no, I mean, um, I'm not sure because of all the stuff that's happening right now with the pitching. Wow, know. Keith is very confident they'll catch Tampa. I mean. Because he says Tampa's got some injuries at their pitching. Yeah, Tampa just got a few injuries. Um, the problem is it's injury season time right now. Mm. between now and and uh labor day so it's like you're gonna see a lot of you know people yeah. in and out some people would just want to get rest because it's a long season but yeah 28th um, in payroll tampa the yankees are number two or yeah i think they're two in most uh payroll the I just, mets are one by the way yeah i know I, just, <laughs> I, I, I wish the yankees had maybe one more good starting pitcher yeah um, but you know the mets are struggling right now none of their like Half of their pitchers are out, so one of them's out for the season. Yeah. So Pickles thinks he'll catch them. I mean, you can already see the Yankees are getting hot. They I've seen the Yankees erase eight game leads all yeah, the like time. nothing. Yeah, but um, in July, August, they seem to just heat up, you know. I know, Robert, I saw them play against the Yankees, man, and they didn't they weren't scared. And that's not did, did, did they win the game you went to? The Yankees did win, but they oh, won. won. Okay, but they cool. they uh, the the Rays lost it be, because their uh, relief pitch, pitcher um, tossed a few cupcakes. But look, um, that that team though they pretty stout. I saw them playing, and I I feel like you saying they're playing with some swagger. Yeah, they are. Man. They're playing like the Nuggets. They're playing like Toronto's playing right now, which oh, okay. is a hot team too. So, um, how many Yankee games have you been to this year? Three. Did you see him play Toronto? No. Oh, okay. I mean, but but listen, the one game with the with the Rays, I, I liked it. It was a good atmosphere. Very yeah. felt like a playoff. Yeah. Um, because we know what happens is like you see these, you know, Yankee fans they yeah. go in the stadium knowing that they already won the game. And when did you down, already did you see any Rays fans in that stadium? Oh yeah, I did for sure. Yeah, there was a. Were they arguing with people and stuff? They. I, I like that they was happy for like four innings because it was six zero. I was like, there's no way the Yankees Apple are gonna was catch up six nothing. Yeah. And I was oh, like, there's wow. no way the Yankees are gonna catch up. And you know, it was like the fourth inning, the fifth inning. Then the sixth through the seventh inning, eighth inning, they're just popping, you know, home runs left and right. <laughs> I was like, okay. And That's I, the Yankees for you. And I still thought they wasn't gonna win. And then all of a sudden they came up and they had you know, Judge hit that home run, and I was Everybody. Oh, you well, you seen Judge hit one? Nice. Yes, I see. He he hit two. Okay. And it's all like, right, roof. He's like, <laughs> if there was a roof on Yankee Stadium, it would have blown off, man. That's how hot it was. Pickles, Pickles must have. Pickles watches MLB. Um, I'm going to try to get back on that. Yeah, hey, MLB. you know what? If you want to see a good kind of feeling of what the playoffs could be like, that's the game you should see. Yeah, for real. No, I'm well, serious. Oh, oh, you mean Tampa? The yeah, Tampa division uh, winner, yeah. Not, not not looking for me. Don't look for me. Watch yeah, the yeah. game. Watch the game, and and uh, it's it's uh, it pickles. Yeah, off. you don't get a chance to go to many Yankee games. It's across town, though, right? Yeah, across town, man. It's across three boroughs. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> no, no, no. It's like it's it's further than I need it to be. Yeah, but it's only a. It took us maybe 35, 40 minutes to get there. So okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. Because look, it, yeah, I, I used to live in Manhattan. It, it didn't take me that long, man. No, 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 I don't. Because the thing was that I live in Queens, but I live off the seven. Okay. Right. So I could take the seven express to 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 Grand Central, and I take the six, the four, five, or six. I could take the, uh, the four, to, yeah. the, the six. So I just take the four because it's express, and until you get to the Bronx, then it's local. Okay. Right. So. I got there in about yeah about forty five minutes. Now I did okay. wait a little bit. I lost about almost an hour and a half because there's construction going on the seven. So, mm. but the thing was, 
here's the thing. It's like I wanted to go early to take my son to a museum because it's open before the game. Yeah. Behind a, oh, where, the, where the bullpen is. Uh-huh. And you warm up. And I didn't I didn't get the chance to go because I, I showed up late. So Okay. I mean I still showed up for the I was there for the you know for the game, but I just yeah. got there later than I wanted to. Yeah, it, it, it he's pickles right at they'll probably catch them. They're still fun to watch. I'm still I don't know who's gonna do what in the uh American League. Uh no, it's a, it's it's right now it's it's starting to be a good baseball season because a lot of teams have uh, opportunities, right? Yeah, nobody's really injured where they're done for the year. Right, right. So you know the little, the small, small little mini races already starting to pop up, and you're like thinking, okay, so it's going to be a good, decent baseball season. And um, I just, man, I just hope the Yankees pick up a couple more pitches, man. That's all, like you know. Yeah. And I hope the Mets pick up a couple more players that can that can help them, right? So. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. Okay, uh, anything else you need to plug? Nah, man. It's like, you know, like Are we're here. serious, for, right? Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern every Friday. Friday to Friday, 8 to 8. I'm not, <laughs> right, I'm not right. on 8 to 8. I'm on at 8 in the morning, and I'm on right. 8 in the, in the evening. So I'm yep, on 8. And you're a big help, and I appreciate it, buddy. I, I really do. Uh, uh, who wins tonight? You're saying Boston wins tonight. Now, you're saying, does the Lakers win tomorrow, game three? I don't if the Lakers win one game, it would probably be tomorrow. Okay. One yeah, game, I think so too. Yeah. They might win one. I don't know though because, again, uh, that Denver team—if they can just start lining it up a little bit sooner, then yeah. then the Lakers won't have an opportunity at all, man. <laughs> because hey, look, I I need to you you need to see these guys who are who are maxing out minutes, um, ten plus uh, no, like twenty plus minutes. They're not doing they're not doing anything, you know. Russell's yeah. not doing anything. Vanderbilt's not doing anything. Schroeder's not doing. Yeah, they'll anything. do all that at home, though. You know? Yeah, but still, um, even if and they I'm not a Laker fan, I'm just trying to call balls and strikes. You know, your uh, your your white Kobe or whatever you call him, like uh, hillbilly Kobe, hillbilly Kobe, like, I mean, I mean, what? I mean, that's kind of a backhanded compliment, but you know, anything Kobe at this point, I don't uh, know, I man. Don't, I don't like that. If you call me hillbilly Tupac, I'll be like, man, I appreciate that. Dang. <laughs> I could flow a little bit, but I don't know about all that. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, but, no, but I think like guys like, says they they you know they did lose two at at a banged up uh, Phoenix team, you know. So the pickles got a big, pretty good point there. Yeah, but again, the the one thing that we mentioned was that it looked like that those games Jokic was not focused. At, like, remember I said, yeah. To you, when we had that conversation about two weeks ago when they were playing there at Phoenix, I was like, Jokic needs to show me that he can take the team to another level. <laughs> Chance right? of Emily Snoop. <laughs> hey, I like that. <laughs> hey, man, that's all our generation, man. Yeah, man. I mean, like. I was listening to uh, Punk, yeah, Punk man, I like that, yo. Dog the other day. That was Dog Pound 1993. That was 30 years ago. What's happened to time, Chief? Bro, bro, let me tell you, it just it's just going and going, but it's going like this rapid. Before you know it, it's you know twenty twenty three. That was thirty years ago. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm, I remember you always talk about Nashville, how like everybody should move to Nashville, and now you're like an old man screaming at, at somebody on their lawn, like everybody needs to get out of Nashville. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And if I could afford it, I I, I would get out of here, uh, guys. I'll be back now Monday. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a, a full thought there on Jim Brown. There's a lot of stuff that you better talk to your pops, do. right? Your pops watching more than you did. Well, no, I, I just I just know that Jim Brown's a real dude. You know, I'm no, telling yeah, you this about real. Jim Brown. I used, I listened to a lot of his. I've seen documentaries on Jim Brown. I've listened to interviews with Jim Brown. I'll say this about Jim Brown: when Kobe was alive, this is when I really respect. I mean, this is mad respect. He said. He said, you know, the thing about Kobe, man, he says, I'll put it this way. When we had a, a community event to do, we didn't invite Kobe. And he was saying, as a player, Kobe was a me guy. He was a really arrogant me guy. And everybody else was saying he's the greatest thing since then. This is before the tragedy of Kobe. Right, right, right. But, you know, Jim Brown is all business all the time. He spoke at prisons. I mean, he's a he's not a phony. He's worked with both political parties. He's all about the cause. I got he's a, not a he's not a virtue signaler. A yeah, I got a short story for that. Um, I worked with uh, 
uh, a, a lady, Miss Laura Bloom from Arkansas. She does uh, events for um, a, um, ALS. Okay. And uh, Jim Brown supported uh, Miss Laura Bloom and, and the ALS foundations a few times. And, you know, even when he was at his age, he was, you know, thoughtful and kind and like, he was just real with people. Um, and, and that's kind of what you want to see. Look at the end of the day, as much as they're all-stars athletes, you yeah. know, brands, images, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say about the human, they're yeah. people that they got feelings and they do things that sometimes some of them are good people, yeah. some are not. And then, Actually, you know, I would say probably most guys are pretty good guys. Yeah, but he was he always always he's a standout guy. Standout, exactly. And yeah. a lot of people talked about him as that. So yeah. All right, man. I'll see you uh probably next week there. Chief, I got this event. I might go to next Friday, but of course I'll keep you updated. Um Hit me up tomorrow, man, if something crazy happens during that Denver game. Yeah, watch your Great week this week, folks. Great show. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Pickles. Have a good one. Jim Brown.